Welcome to the Edgy Tech Me podcast. This episode is produced by Ben Newsom, Suzette Bailey, Carrie Benedet, and Jonathan Schack. And yes, I am an AI introducing each episode. This episode discusses the use of AI in factories and how it can be used to improve efficiency and quality. AI can be used to predict problems that may occur in the manufacturing process and to help with preventive maintenance. AI can also be used to improve inventory management. It cites examples of how AI is being used to save money and increase efficiency, and argues that the wider adoption of AI will bring similar benefits to other industries. Welcome again to the Edutech Me podcast, hanging out with Jonathan Shack and Susan Bailey. And what are we talking about this time? Well, AI and its use in factories, manufacture, where could be useful? And uh, Jonathan, I just noticed, well, you actually noticed as well, 60% of industry are already adopting some form of AI. And that's, uh, that's a pretty quick adoption, I've got to say. Uh, and really not surprising when you think about what AI can do and people always looking to protect their margins. So I'm delighted to see it. But I thought the other figure, the compound annual growth rate of 57%, was uh, that's hockey stick stuff. Mm. And that, that's really impressive. So I think that what we'll see in manufacturing uh, in the next couple of years is going to blow our minds because it's, it's going to be a revolution um, because there's going to be so much more efficiency. And, you know, if you think about design, you know, design of a manufacturing plant, if AI could actually predict that, that wasn't going to be as productive or as sensible or it had a bottleneck or whatever that humans couldn't see because it's so complex, uh, that, that itself could be highly productive. Massively so. And I actually think also about the safety aspects and the sheer cost of product recalls when something goes wrong. <laughs> it's just a... We're all nodding there, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, as we've done in the previous episode, we talked about the um, you know, being able to help farmers predict if there's going to be damage to their, their yield and be able to increase their yield. Same sort of thing in this you know, manufacturing industry. If you can identify... The you know a problem that's going to occur before it actually gets to a point that it is actually a problem, um, that's a huge saving. But um, so the other thing with it too is is just the, the the huge productivity saving to the organization of having humans do the job because us humans we're fallible. You know if we're invest if we're actually having to inspect large um, physical assets, uh, how often you know how often can we do that? enough to be able to see if there's a small change before it becomes a problem whereas ai can detect really really minute changes in um you know these sort of things so i think that this is a great way you know that's where this that's, that's a really going. well made point suzette because if you talk about quality assessment of the actual product that is produced by the manufacturing plant as well which we'll be talking you know tens of millions in some cases possibly billions of a product is they cannot be, you know, they're, they're audited at present time, I would imagine, you know, we'll look at it one in every thousand or whatever and see if it's okay and then hope the rest are fine. AI could actually do that on every item. Hmm. Yeah, and that's that's amazing too. And this, this also extends out to inventory management as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it actually reminds me of a case only a couple of weeks ago whereby the diesel industry straight up new that in a few weeks, the entire production of diesel in use in uh, large, uh, large trucks was going to stop because the requirements, there's an additive that had to go into diesel and it was not going to be available. It had to be imported from Asia and there was a production problem. And so they, they knew t- almost to the day when they were going to run out. 
I mean, you can't think just how many, uh, I mean, the huge amount of uh, volume being produced and sent to lots of different places across the country and beyond, knowing that is incredibly powerful. I suspect AI was behind that to know this. Mm. Mm. Well, AI is very, very good at assessing and creating correlations between a lot of data in a very short period of time, a lot faster than us. And I think as humans, we get stuck in trying to do um, almost be like pseudo AI or pseudo um, robots ourselves. And we get human, like, you know, either the um, verifying inventory management or verifying the product itself and the, the reliability. I mean, ultimately, if we're doing this over and over again, we don't, we can't pick up those changes. Whereas the AI can in very, very fast period of time. Um, whereas, you know, it doesn't do so well on, on where things are a little bit out of the ordinary. And that's when the humans step back in again. Well, quality assurance costs a lot of money and it needs to be run. I mean, I actually did work experience in grade 10 years ago at a flour mill company. And I spent my first day testing color of flour. Then I tested stretchiness of flour. And it turns out there's a whole bunch of, from a food tech point of view, food technologists listening to this will go, Ben, of course. But there are so many different aspects of flour. I had no idea as a 15-year-old kid. Uh, but testing flour over and over and over again is... Yeah. rather bland <laughs> something that can be done <laughs> <Especially> <laughs> <white> <laughs> it is. Uh, and it's something that can be done and it, like you were saying jonathan at scale as opposed to one in a thousand i mean you can do in the whole you're doing the production run the entire run Constant. at all times Constant. yeah the other thing i was thinking about is that you know a manufacturing plant processing plant can be operating perfectly well producing what it needs to do all the time and nobody detects a problem but a number of years ago, we had a gas shortage in Western Australia. Not that we have any shortage of gas, but there was a, a pipe that had corroded and blew up. Hmm. And if AI could actually manage the preventative maintenance of these manufacturing processes as well, that would also help with continuity of supply and, and quality of product, of, of course. But, um, you know, you can have things running really smooth. It's like driving your own car. You've been driving your car, you know, for tens of thousands of kilometres. It's never blinked. Oh, I missed the last service. Doesn't matter. You know, I'll just keep going, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly it breaks down. If you had AI saying, uh-uh, you've got something here that's under stress, fix it before it actually happens. It'd be really good. I can imagine. I mean, the effect of, like, it's a, I mean, the effect of um, within a, a large distribution centre and a, um, a, the, one of the motors giving out on a conveyor belt. Yeah. I mean, it's just a motor, but yeah. it shuts the entire rest of the complex down. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. And the there's coming... little things that have a really big impact. Mm. Well, like, uh, Jonathan, like you were saying, like, um, you know, not knowing and it shut down that, that, um, that pipe. Coming back to that aspect of, you know, inspecting the physical assets, what, what comes to mind with that one for me is having something going down the pipe, taking, you know, regular video of all of the pipes, mm which is then assessed by AI to determine if there's any, you know, any sign of corrosion before it's at a point where it would actually be, you know, sort of corroded and um, being able to analyze all, you know, the thousands of kilometers of, of pipelines that would be in Western Australia for anyone who's not an Australian, um, Western Australia is like almost what a third to half of the U S um, in size. So, you know, so there is, um, huge amounts of different you know, sort of pipe to be physically inspected. Um, and so having this ability to actually inspect it 
regularly using AI isn't just a nice to have, it almost becomes a requirement to be able to avoid situations like you just talked about. Well said, Suzette. And there's another aspect of this that humans cannot do, and that's internal investigation. So you could actually send a robot down a gas pipe or a water pipe or whatever with the AI capacity and all the robotics necessary and determine the, you know, the validity of the, of, the, um, of the pipe from inside. Humans can't do that. Yeah. So, so there are many, many applications in um, producing what we humans produce. So do you reckon just thinking just the adoption through the manufacturing industry, I mean, 60% taking it on board already. I mean, it's been, dri been driven in a lot of ways by the almighty dollar. Does that mean that when the when dollars are actually counted properly and the effect you know, is, is measured well and people can see the the um, the impact of it, people are more likely to adopt the tech in the first place? Is that what's actually holding back some of the other industries whereby they just can't see where the dollar can be affected yet? Do you reckon that's what's... Yeah, I think there is that. Yeah. I think there's, there's two things holding back it from in other industries. Um, and it's how can I actually use it in my, you know, what is what problem is it going to solve in my industry mm. and what how painful is that problem? And for the manufacturing who already have a very repeatable process, I mean, it's the whole point of, you know, manufacturing in itself is to make things as, as um, similar and repeatable as possible. Uh, it's very, you know, they've always been in some ways, ironically enough, early adopters of this type of technology um, all the way through. I mean, a lot of the management um, life cycles these days is all based on the manufacturing um, life cycle of stage one versus up to a stage five organization and which level of, you know, maturity, um, the capability maturity model is what it's referred to, but it came out of the manufacturing industry. And I think the manufacturing industry yet again is, is pushing, is leading the way to show other industries how this can be applied um, in their organization to get better efficiencies, better productivity, lower costs um, and improve um, output. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think there's another thing that we could go back to the beginning of this conversation where we need to be a little bit careful. 60% of manufacturing may have been using AI, but are they using it across the board or are they using it in their accounting department or just on one conveyor belt? We don't know that. And even when I got excited about the compound annual growth rate, I mean, when you go from nothing, <laughs> it's a big rate. So I suspect it really is at the beginning, despite those really impressive stats. And there's, uh, but it's the beginning of a revolution and it will happen because as you say, Ben, the almighty dollar, it just makes sense. Oh, it just reminds me, I went through a very large biscuit manufacturing place a couple of years ago. Um, and on the wall was, uh, we saved 0.1% of something. Well, I can't remember what it was. And that was a massive celebration because 0.1% when you're dealing with tons and tons and tons of perishable biscuits, <laughs> it's, it, is, it is a good thing. Uh, absolutely. One of our colleagues um, talks about improving himself and his business by 1% per day, which doesn't sound very much, but when you compound that, that's dramatic. Oh, hugely. Mm. Yeah, and th this is what we need to do in manufacturing with AI too. It's 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 because it's so repeatable, as Suzanne says, Suzette says so. Um, it, it is um, the leverage is huge. Yeah, and I think that probably the biggest area of this is 
is understanding the the possible opportunities here and how it can be used effectively in particular organizations is really I think the other we, we talked about that you know the the dollar being one of the factors the other factor to me is is the understanding from the humans in the business of how it can be applied appropriately within the organization and I think what you're saying Jonathan around that aspect of that one percent the thing with that um most people don't realize that compounding effect would be so um, so huge because one percent per day doesn't feel like a, a lot no. and it doesn't and but you look at one percent even over um, one month is already 20 to 30 to 20 to 30 percent if you're not actually um, you know depending on if you're counting business days versus work days you know at 30 percent or a 20 percent change now people start to notice. So it's that sort of aspect of how do we get those really big changes early that people get, they can actually feel the change enough to keep the change going. Absolutely. And of course, if you improve by 1%, you're 101 today, and then you take 1% of that, you're more than 1%. And, you know, it just it compounds dramatically, quickly, if you maintain and hang on to those improvements. And I think with this concept, the, with the aspect and the introduction of AI combined with robotics, um, they will more than hang on to those gains. And um, look, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's a fascinating topic and it's probably one that actually impacts on every one of us because we're all at least consumers of the supply train and many of us will be involved in manufacturing and creation as well. So we would really welcome your comments and contribution here. We're just scratching the surface, and I think that you would really be able to add to, uh, you know, the conversation. We can take this forward and see if we can help each other. Thanks very much, and look forward to seeing you again on the next, next EduTechMe podcast. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the EduTechMe podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to get notified about new episodes.